first of all, get, you know, do your makeup, do what you want to do, get dressed, feel cute, feel sexy for yourself. Mm -hmm. Then go into the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror. Mm. Flip your hair if you got that. If you ain't got some, not imaginary. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> um, I would say like, listen, baby girl, first of all, you are the prize. You are magical. You are the shit, okay? You are going to go into this spot and just do what you've got to do, okay? You are amazing. You are magical. You are tantalizing 24-7, 365. <laughs> you just go into this space, see what you got to do, do what you got to do. Just remember that, baby, you are amazing. You are magical, Period. Yes. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. We're so happy to have you. It's Tuesday. We hope you're having an amazing day. You've got me, Rayanne. And me, Christina. <laughs> ooh, ooh. And today we have such an exciting episode. We kind of want to just get into it, right, Ray? Yeah, I'm literally so excited. I'm fangirling. I know, me too. So today we are interviewing Achang Agutu. She is a content creator, virtual hype girl, and the self-proclaimed tantalizing queen of confidence. She's been featured in Vogue, no big deal, and has worked with brands like Calvin Klein, Teva, Lancome, and Nike. Her videos are so incredibly inspiring and so fun. One look at her videos and you'll immediately fall in love. Like Rayanne said, we are obsessed with her. Her confidence is so contagious and we are just so excited for this episode. I honestly am so excited. She is a person that is honestly, you look at her and I'm like, she is living her truth. Like this is what she was brought to this earth to do. Her energy is contagious. Her message is so powerful and I am just so lucky that she is gracing us with her presence to, to chat today. So I don't, we don't need to hear any more from you and me. <laughs> we talk enough on here. Let's just welcome her and get this thing started. Let's welcome Achiang Agutu. Welcome. We are so happy to have you. You look stunning. Thank you. I had to bring color today. Yes. I had to give you a yes. little, you know, bubba boom. You, you are bringing the color to LA. Let me tell you. <laughs> Wait, can I say something real quick? That is yes. one of the things I love so much about your content is I feel like everyone is all about like, they're aesthetic and like super neutrals and like, you are so bright. You're always wearing these colorful, these colors you're wearing like all these bold prints and you're just like so loud and proud and stand out and it's like such a breath of fresh air and I love it too because for a really long time I felt like my page had to look like that like mm -hmm. my aesthetic had to be like very specific until I was like oh, oh. yeah <laughs> baby girl like life is too short and I want the way I look um like in like my clothing and my makeup and my hair and everything to very much um describe who I am like on the inside like if you see me you'd be like that girl is fun Exactly. That girl is so cool. Like, that's what I want. That's what I want. So, well, well that is what you're translating. Yes, Let you me are. tell you. I think, feel that. We felt you coming up the elevator. <laughs> yes. I think love. I first found you on, on TikTok, actually. Ooh. I know. I love a good TikTok. I love a good TikTok Discover experience. I know. This connection, you know, the connections through TikTok. And I was like, who is this woman? She is, oh my gosh. And then obviously I'm just so thankful that you've given us some of your time while you're here in LA and we can sit down and have a chat with you today. Um, so to get started, can you just give us kind of share your like story of growing up 
coming to America, just give us a little background on who you are um, and just let our audience get to know you a little bit. Okay. Um, so I was born and raised in Kenya, in Kisumu, Kenya. Super beautiful. If you haven't been, we're going pack your bags. Oh, <laughs> Um, and yeah, I was born in like a very small little town, um, and I have one older brother. He's fantastic and came from a very like conservative background, um, in a space where like, you know, girls and women were not really given the opportunity to really speak their minds, um, be themselves. And, um, my parents were very much like that. They were very like, you're a girl, you have to do this. These are your roles in this house, in society, in school, wherever you go. Um, and that's very much what I lived. And I know that was like my reality and that was my truth. I never thought anything about it. Um, but when I was in high high school, um, I went to this really awesome international school and, um, my graduating class was me and one other boy who is the family I live with here in the U S. Um, so how that wow. worked is, um, I was graduating uh, high school and they were like, Hey, we're moving back to the U S you seem awesome. You should experience the world. You want to move back with us? So I was like, sure. Why not? Wow. Um, and my parents were very reluctant, um, because I was 16 at the time. Um, and they were like, you're just, you're so young. You're the only daughter. You should be like here and be nurtured by us instead of like going into this crazy world. But they took the, the leap and they're like, go be free. Um, but we're very afraid of that. Um, and my whole experience and my whole journey of like kind of becoming the woman I am today started then. <laughs> I think if I stayed back at home in Kenya, my life would have been, been very different. Um, but I moved to the U.S. in 2013, the summer of 2013. Um, it was very interesting. I moved to Indiana. Have you guys been to Indiana? I have I'm never not. been to Indiana. Just quite the experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I moved to Indiana and lived there for about four years of my time here in the U S and, um, but really found my voice in that space. There were very many people in my life that I met in that point, um, that were like, you can do this. Like you can be you, you can speak speak and, um, be who you want to be. And, um, very grateful for that. Um, and sort of started my whole journey with like confidence and social media in 2017. Um, I was in a very interesting relationship at that point, um, with someone who I thought was my life, um, and was literally about to be engaged to this man. I was very young and I thought that's what my life was going to look like. And then there was a very rude awakening where that relationship ended like so abruptly. And I think that's when like my serious journey of like really becoming into this fantastic tantalizing queen um, started where I started like realizing like, wow, you are so much more like your worth is worth like billions, you are magical. You are a being that deserves love and respect and growth and the world. Um, and so that's kind of where my little journey started. My gosh, I love that all so much. Um, I mean, you talk so much about confidence and I know that you mm -hmm. said like a lot of that kind of started when you moved to the States, mm -hmm. but what was it like growing up in Kenya? I know you said your family is super conservative mm -hmm. and a little bit more reserved, but did they instill that confidence in you so that when you came to the U.S. you felt like you can build it up even more or no? Um, I, I think my parents like have always, even till today, um, have always seen me as this just like little 
baby <laughs> who deserves, who like needs to be like taken care of. And so I think not until I moved to the U.S. did my parents start seeing like, oh, this is who you are. Like this is, you know, we want to support this. But very much when I was at home, like even though my parents were like, you can do this, you're amazing. I think the, the confidence really came from myself, um, from like me sort of growing and learning like how I move throughout the world. Um, but I think as I'm continuing to grow and my parents are like watching me like in front of their eyes, like grow in a different space. Like that's when they're learning to be like, wow, like we love this confidence and we support it and we're here for it. Like, um, I love it. Like my parents call me like to give them like hype up sessions, Aww. which is so cute. I love Aww. it. <laughs> I did one for my dad this morning. Oh He's, my God. What did you do? Give us like <laughs> so, a mock hype up. Session. So my dad would be like, dang, um, I need to do this. Or like he had, he was um, doing a dissertation for his master's mm-hmm. and he was going in to present and he was like, Cheng, I'm really nervous Oh, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, listen, dad. You go into the mirror real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like, you know, like you are amazing. You are a whole Jimaguchi. You gave, you raised me, the queen of confidence. Like, who are you to feel like you can't do this? Go into that room, show them who you are, say what you got to do and leave, period. Oh my gosh, mm. this makes me, to be able to do that with your dad is you know, incredible. He's yeah. my, That's so special. He's my number one fan. He's amazing. Oh, I love that. Like, love him so much. Okay, so you came to the U.S. when you were 16. You'd never yes, been here. Never. What was that period like? Because I feel like that would be kind of, like, terrifying. And, like, like what was that like? In Indiana, no less. Like, yeah. Like, you don't know. Like, I can't imagine. Like, going to high school for me was terrifying. And it was down the fucking street. <laughs> you know? It was, it was really scary. And, like, for me, I've talked to, like, so many people about this. But I had only seen the U.S. on TV. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like... Uh, probably the year before that, like High School Musical came out. Oh, yes. And on Disney. And I was like, so I did one year of high school in Indiana before I went to my undergraduate. Um, And I was like, yo, is this what high school is like in America? (laughs) So I was so disappointed when I walked into lunch and no one was dancing or singing. I was like, you guys are just eating? There's no basketball people coming in to sing and dance? Like, what? Um, You guys are lame here I was like, this is lame, okay? (laughs) I don't want to be rude, Um, but you guys are really boring. boring. But it was was really scary. Um, I was coming into this space where like those... No one who looked like me, no one who talked like me, no one who had the same life experiences as me. I just had to like, like learn this whole new situation. Like an example is like my graduating class in Kenya was two people, me and this one other guy. Wow. My graduating class in the U.S. was like a thousand people. That's insane. Huge it difference. was insane. Yeah. so different. And like just learning like the culture and the way people move around in that space was insane. Seeing snow for the first time, like I, that was insane. That was insane. <laughs> if I have, I feel like I have some videos. I'm going to show it to you. I thought it was like the best day of my life. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, but yeah, like I think it was an interesting way for me to like grow. And I've thought so many, like so much of like, what if I just like stayed in Kenya? Like what would my life be? And I think my, like who I'm supposed to be, like what is for you will never Pass you so this version of myself would have still existed in my journey just in a different spot um that's beautiful but yeah it was it was cool and crazy and i would never change that experience for anything i'm glad i we made that leap of faith so i know i think you always have to challenge yourself in order to grow and i know you spoke a little bit about that relationship that you're in and i i love that you touched on that because i think that women like 
if you break up, it's like the end of your world. Sometimes that's what it feels like, but actually like maybe it's just the beginning. And you've experienced that a lot too, Ray. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought I I went to therapy like right after that. I, if, yeah, go to therapy if yes. you need to, please. Um, but I, I literally thought that was the end of my life because I had, my identity was this man. Like, I felt like there was nothing else. Like, like who was I if I wasn't this person's girlfriend? And um, I went through probably three full months of like total grief because it does, it does feel like you've lost someone. It's grief. Yes. Um, and three months of just doubting myself it was so painful it was so hard and regardless of what anyone told me I just didn't believe it I didn't believe it it felt like then what do I do like like what is next but very much that was the beginning of like a new chapter in my life so what did you do to get over that grief and build your confidence back up um I think the very first step was going to therapy Mm -hmm. um I was really hard because I felt like I didn't want to process or actually even accept that this was no longer a thing. Um, Like it felt like a dream. Like it was like, it's fake. It's fake. Like this is a lie. I'm with him. Um, But my very first step was like actually like realizing that I was taking myself to the depths of like depression and madness. Like I ended up in the hospital because I hadn't been eating for three weeks. Like literally I was eating, I was drinking water and eating um, dried mango. Wow. And I was like, wow, I'm actually going to lose myself for someone who, and something that has, like, they're not, they don't care. They don't care. They're living their lives. And I'm out here, like, literally killing myself. And it was at that point where I was like, this is not my journey. This is not my calling. This is not where I'm supposed to be. And I went to therapy that Monday and it literally changed the way I was moving through this point of, like, grief and change and sadness in my life. Um, And I went to therapy like consecutively for three more months after that Mm -hmm. um, and moved myself out of the situation. I was like, my, my host mother was like, you're in the house where like the pain happened. So like you're surrounded by that. Find a new spot if you can. So I moved to a different location. I was in a different space with different people, like freshness, um, where I could really like start this healing process. Um, And I think that's where the first point started Um, and started learning myself as like a single woman. Like Mm -hmm. I'm so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like started learning how to live like just as like me and like learning a little bit more about like what I love as myself, not like, oh, like we love, we are this, which there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I was so invested in that and forgot like what I loved and what I wanted to do and started like exploring more with fashion and, you know, food and cooking and design and all these things. And like started realizing like, wow, like I'm good at these things and I'm like fabulous and I'm fantastic and I'm like magical and all these things. And um, I think it was at that point where I started to like gain confidence in myself as like someone who can just move through this world and do me, someone who can move through this world and make a difference for myself and maybe even in other people's lives. And, and that's when I started with like my, my, Um, social media and like was posting things that I love and like things that make me happy and like hopes that like it would bring some joy or inspire someone to do something. So 
Well, and that's exactly what you're doing. Like your videos are so contagious and powerful. Like you are honestly, like I was telling Christina before we sat down, like it's so clear that like you're living what you're supposed to do because of the energy that like literally jumps through these videos and has like such an impact on the people watching it. Like me, like as someone who takes in your content. So how did you know you were like, I'm going to start sharing this on social media. Was it just an organic thing or was there like a, a, a plan behind it? Or were you just like one day, like was like, here we go. How did that work? Oh, uh, it kind of started as an organic thing during the pandemic. Like everybody was like, what do we do? Like I've baked enough, like banana bread. <laughs> like I've done. Watch M- Tiger King. Watch Tiger King. <laughs> like I've done everything. What can I do more of? And at this point it was like, we we're all in the house with everybody, like my host family and like everybody was just doing their own thing. And I was still in that point where I felt like my social media, media had to be like very curated, right? Like perfect videos, perfect pictures, all these things. And there was a point like in the mornings, I started like just doing morning dances, like every morning, like dancing. And people were like, this makes me so happy. Like I look forward to your dancing so I can dance with you in the morning. And um, at that point, I was still also in this like journey of just healing and getting myself to a different spot in my life and um, decided to just start sharing some of those things and some of those experiences. Like, so today I wrote this in my journal or today I decided to do this because I wanted to take care of myself or I decided to check in on someone because of this and this and this. And people, so many people were like responding like, well, thank you for sending that or thank you for sharing that. Like it, it makes me feel good that somebody that I'm following in social media is also experiencing the same thing I'm experiencing. And so I did my very first video. Um, It was like, listen, like, why is it such a bad thing to be a bad bitch? Like, why can't lie? Why can't, why can't just like women choose to be their highest selves and like society, let them be like that. And like that took off. Like people were like, yeah, I want to hear somebody say more of that. And what I started to realize Um, with social media is that people want to feel something like, you know, you can post, it's fine to post like the beautiful pictures and the beautiful aesthetic videos, but sometimes we just want to feel something. Yeah. Like people want to relate. They want to relate, right? They want to see someone like, wow, you look like me, you talk like me Mm -hmm. and you're doing something that I'm afraid of doing or like you're doing something that is just making me, just giving me life. And when I noticed that, I was like, dang, that's, that's what I want. Like I really want to be in a spot in my life, in my career where I can really inspire people, like make people feel good and happy and just like excited and confident and beautiful, like regardless of situation, regardless of background. And like, that's where it started. I was like, this is my purpose. This is my calling. This brings me so much joy. And I want to continue doing this. Like, forever like please yeah oh my gosh I love that so you're doing it right now and you're killing it oh my god thank you yeah please never stop yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and your like dream world like where do you want to see yourself like do you want to be doing this on on a on a bigger scale like do you want to be on tv like do you want to be the president of the united states like (laughs) their options are endless like where where do you want to see yourself yeah like I have so many goals for myself um and like I definitely want to expand that um, feeling off of social media, like mm-hmm. off of Instagram. I want something a little bit more tangible. So whether it's like a clothing brand or if it's like a book or something that somebody can really like 
instead of like waiting for my videos, they can be like, oh, it's right here. I'm just going to look at this or I'm just going to watch this. Um, but I would definitely love to do it like at a bigger scale whether I'm doing like a series um, like on a show or like a series like with just like speaking engagements because um, I definitely want to like be where the people are. I you think know? you should yes. be so good at colleges. Oh I, my God. That was yes. so fun. Like I've thought about that and like mm-hmm. that's definitely something that's in the works. <laughs> um, and definitely want to make my brand more tangible to people um, mm. in a way that's, yeah, just accessible. That makes sense. Yeah. I want to ask you this because we built our brands off of confidence too. And like, that's something that we speak a lot about, but we also talk a lot about like having those days where you're not feeling great. Yeah. So how do you handle those days when you're like the queen of confidence, but maybe you're just not feeling great about yourself that day? What do you do? How do you get past that? Um, I think for some time, we have mood light. Yeah, yeah. I love this. The lights just turned <laughs> off in here. And we are moody. <laughs> um, I think. Oh, I think for some time, I felt like it was. I felt guilty for having off days, mm-hmm. and for having those days where I wasn't feeling good or feeling cute like, or amazing. Guilty or in like, what way? Like you're almost like t- lying or like telling. Yeah, yeah. like I was like. I like, you know, it doesn't feel authentic that I, you know, I am this person. Like I, I, I very much like want to stand out. I very much like do things in a way that just gives me, like brings me joy. I do things in like a way that is confident for me and like speaks to me. And in those days where I wake up and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like tired. I'm exhausted. Or I'm just like not feeling myself. Like I felt like I'm guilty of like cheating on my confident self. Right, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Cheating um, on your confident, confident self. self. Yeah. Wow. And I think in those moments, I really had to treat myself with grace. Like I am human. I am human. I, um, I am just, yeah, I'm just like someone moving through this world, trying to also like take in what the world is offering and just learning. And so I think in those days, I really try and treat myself with grace. Um, I take time to myself. Um, and at first I was like, I felt like I needed to do self-care. Like I need to do self-care so I feel better. It's like, sometimes I'm just sleeping, girl. <laughs> but that is self-care. That is self-care, yeah. That like, is self-care. You know, but like I thought self-care had to be this like, yeah, like a spa. Face you know, mask. Gosh. Face mask. Like, no, no. It's like, sometimes today I'm just going to figure out what I need for myself. What do I need to eat? Do I need to sleep? Do I need to talk to someone? Like, figure those things first and then the rest will come up later. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, like just like treating yourself with care and love and um, noticing that like what you need in that moment, like you don't need to be like, I need to go like run and no, just like chill. Mm-hmm. You know? last, last week, Christine and I did an episode on times our confidence has been, it, it has been tested or we're going through it, maybe a season where it is tested. Mm-hmm. Is there any like area where you feel like maybe recently or in the past you've really struggled where it's like you feel confident so much in one aspect, maybe it's your career or your body, but another aspect, maybe dating, or or I don't know, you feel like it's tested. Is there any areas where you feel like it it tests you? Yes. Dating. Dating. Welcome. (laughs) We need to to get drinks, girl. (laughs) Let's get drinks. Are you you dating right now? I'm dating people. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's difficult because I'm also like in a place where I'm also like focused on like my career and stuff and all that. Um, but found that I was getting so insecure, so insecure when it came to dating. Um, like it was like either 
I'm dating like one or two people and felt like, like I'm overwhelmed with that and like, oh, maybe they both don't like me or maybe this one is like this or this one is like that or like, why are they texting me? Like all these things, like in a spot where I feel so confident, like in like anything else that I do, like it always like makes me feel like, wow, like this, this thing where I feel like I can have a grasp on it. Like I know my worth. I know I'm amazing. I know what, like what I who I am and what I bring to the table just as a human being. But it, it's, it's so hard. It's difficult. Is there anything you're doing like to work through that as you're navigating dating? Yes. Um, I think for a long time, I used to like try and figure, like try and figure out if they like me. That was like one of like my biggest things that has sort of changed the way I feel about dating right now. It was like, oh my God, do they like me? What if they think it's like, uh-uh, do I like them? That's exactly what She's I exactly said. exactly what Christina said. Yes. Yeah. That like, shift is so important. Yes. That is so freaking important. <laughs> it is. You, you have the power. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like that change is just the way you like even go into like a first day, mm-hmm. like feeling like, oh, my God, would they like this? It's like, no, no, no. Like we're both here like to get to know each other and see what, you know, if we have a vibe, if we if you want to do something here. So like going in like, yeah, like, first of all, you're the prize, right? Exactly. You're the prize. Yes. You, you are amazing. You're magical. Like and this other person is going out of their way to come see you or, you know, you guys are both making time to like meet each other and get to know each other. Like, yeah. Like, do you like them? Are they vibing? Is it what you're looking for? Is it not what you're looking for? Like you ask those questions first. I think those questions helped me a lot because at first I was like, please, I think, I hope they like me. I hope they like my, my smile. I hope they think I'm funny. Nah. Isn't that interesting how, cause it's something I struggled with too. It's like, I feel like I can be so confident, but then when it came to dating, like specifically men, it was like, yes. it tested me in a, in a really, in a new way that it's like, it's just crazy yeah. how, how it tested, tests you. I think, um, I think the thing with dating though, is like, you're not totally in control because there's someone yeah. else there that you can't control. Yeah. All that you're in charge of is how you feel and how you handle the situation. But with like your career, you know, like there's tangible steps you can take true, and make true. to do things. Like true. you post that video, like you apply for that promotion or like with your body, like, you know, like, there's certain things that you could do to make you feel better about your body. But when it comes to dating and you're relying on someone else as well, like, I think that does make it harder. You're like opening yourself up. Yeah. 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 Is there like a pep talk? Cause a lot of our audience is dating. Like if someone was going to go on a date, like what pep talk would you give your friend? A hype up session right now. now. Okay. I feel like first of all, get, you know, do your makeup, do what you want to do, get dressed, feel cute, feel sexy for yourself. Mm -hmm. Then go into the mirror and look at yourself in the mirror. Mm. Flip your hair if you got that. If you ain't got some, not imaginary. Flip, flip, flip. (laughs) Um, I would say like, listen, baby girl, first of all, you are the prize. You are magical. You are the shit. Okay. You are going to go into this spot and just do what you've got to do. Okay. You are amazing. You are magical. You are tantalizing 24, seven, 365. <laughs> you just go into this space, see what you got to do, do what you got to do. Just remember that baby, you are amazing. You are magical. Period. Yes. Yes. Okay. I Everyone, felt that in my soul. Listen to that before you go on a date. I'm going to listen to that before. I go. Like, honestly, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I always, I take like a moment in between the, like in the middle of the date, I always go into the bathroom and I'm like, I check in with myself. I'm like, girl, you good? <laughs> I'm good. You good? You not good? All right. Let's, let's check in. Let's what's going on. Yeah. What's going on here? Like always, because I think, yeah, I think for me, I get so lost in that space because it feels like, 
can I call it an interview? Sometimes it feels like an interview for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And I think I just, I'm trying to figure out how to navigate that space. And like my therapist is always like, girl, just take a break, take a breather, take a breather. Mm. In, out. Ha, woo, sa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. I kind of want to talk a little bit about body confidence specifically. Um, because I think one of the first videos I saw from you, it was speaking on that and you were wearing like this low rise skirt and you're like, well, why would I hide this in my stomach? Yeah. I love that video. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Like, it was like, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like it was incredible. Oh, it was incredible. But that one especially spoke to me. So can you tell me a little bit about your confidence journey in regards to your body? With my body. So um, like I said this earlier, like the space I was living in, in the U S the very beginning, a lot of the girls did not look like me. A lot of their bodies did not look like me. Um, and I was playing volleyball at that time and would always get remarks from my coach or from the assistant. So like even girls on the team saying like, oh my God, you're so, you know, like your body looks so different or your body doesn't look like this and like this and like this. And for me in my head, I was like, so that is wrong. Clearly. If they're mentioning it this much, then they must be something wrong with my body. And I did everything in my, in my, like my ability to cover my body at any given chance, even in college. Um, I felt like there was a lot of women who didn't have the same bodies as me um, and felt like there was always like that chatter in the back of my head like yeah there's a there's a reason why you look different and that difference is bad and disgusting and ugly and like not worth being loved or respected or um embraced and celebrated and that definitely um stopped me from doing many many things in my my life during that time like going to the pool, going to a beach, um, wearing something I really wanted to wear to like a college party or like something I really wanted to wear to like an event. Um, and felt like that restricted me so much from like really living in a way that I really wanted to. Um, and I had this one really good friend in college who was just living her life. (laughs) She was there for a good time. Like she really wanted to like experience life in a way that like she wouldn't, maybe if she was just at home, like she was, living she would wear what she wanted to wear she would do what she wanted to do say what if she wanted to say and that I was like oh my god I always used to look to look at her and be like oh my god you just give me so much joy and happiness and like you I want to be like you and she's like you don't have to be like me you can just be you you can just do you and um I think it was like those small doses of like girl you can do this you can do whatever you want you don't have to be anybody else just do what you feel feels good to you or feels confident to you. And it started really small. Like I used to like wear my bathing suit in the apartment um, or like wear like a little outfits that I really wanted to wear like in my apartment. And then that went out to like our little courtyard outside and like downtown to a different little cute city getaway. (laughs) So it started like that. Um, And also something that one of my friends taught me is that she used to write love letters to parts of herself Um, parts of herself in her life or parts of her body that she was really struggling with. And something that I used to really struggle with was like my belly. Like I thought it was hideous and awful. And like, um, I remember this, like I was at um, a a football game or something of that sort. 
Um, and all the cheerleaders like had their belly showing and this guy that I really liked <laughs> and a whole group of other people that like I was friends with said like, you know, that's, that's re- looks really nice. Like a girl with a flat stomach is like perfect and amazing. <sighs> and I, for me in that, in my youth, in that point, I was like, okay, then that's what I need mm-hmm. to be like accepted or beautiful. Um, and for a really long time, I struggled with like my belly and like loving it. And um, my, my friend wrote a love letter to my belly saying like, that is where life is created. That Aww. is like, she wrote about it. Like it was like a loaf of bread <laughs> and it felt so beautiful and delicious. And I was like, Oh yeah, I love that. I love you that. You got some good friends. I know. <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. And um, I think that's kind of where it started. Like really like embracing, embracing myself in like different ways um, and like finding little ways I can, you know, find that confidence to like, you know, wear that like, you know, um, tube top out or the tank top or crop top or jeans or something that like I was really afraid, like terrified of wearing um, and putting that outside. And the thing is that also like people didn't really care. Like I was just walking and like I got a few stares, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the end of the world. And that's what I thought it would be. Like, I thought it was like, oh my God, the world will crumble. Like I will fall into this sinkhole and never get out of it. But it was just like those small acts of like, okay, I can do this. Like starting in my apartment, I'm going to wear this bikini. Okay. For this week. And next week I'm going to wear it on my porch or wear it by the pool or something. It's like small little steps that got me to like, where am I today? Like, I always, I say this on my page a few times. It's like, how did I like, like doubt myself? Like I look this good. <laughs> like I really used to say like, I like what? Like, yeah, love it. You know, I love that. Cause that's like tangible, like things that someone could do. Like, okay, wear the tube top out, mm-hmm. see what happens. You know what I mean? Like we, I feel like we build up this fear so much in our heads Yeah, and doing that, like, little thing, even starting wearing it at home, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like something that actually is tangible that someone can do if they're like struggling to love their body Buy the low, low rise bikini, Mm -hmm. wear it at home, Um, baby steps, baby steps, take photos in your mirror. I mean, I feel like for me, I wear cropped up every day. My mom's like, you need to stop showing your stomach, Christina. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. actually I've hid my stomach for my entire life Mm -hmm. that Maybe other people are like, why is she wearing a crop top? But for me, this is like an empowering choice Mm -hmm. to show my stomach. And I feel like the way you dress, you know, carries that confidence with you. And like baby steps, I think that posing in front of the mirror, honestly, like makes such such a big difference. It's my favorite pastime right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I'm bored. I'm gonna take pictures in the mirror. Like, like just like, it's a different way of like loving yourself and like appreciating your body. And like something that I used to be so insecure about also is like my chest. I have like big boobs and felt like I always used to not be able to wear like certain shirts um, because of how big my boobs were. And like now, girl, you can't stop me. My mom says, Aching, why must you expose your chest? <laughs> so wait, our moms would be good. Friends. Yes. <laughs> your moms need to hang yeah, out. <laughs> literally. She's like that all the time. When I'm on FaceTime, I'm like, mommy, I'm going out. She's like, wow, but why must you expose your chest? I'm like, because it's the lifestyle. Okay. This is the vibe. Like, Do you see this outfit? Do you see these? I look amazing. <laughs> no, but I, I really do think that's so important. And it's like taking back that ownership mm-hmm. of yourself. 
Um, if you have any like bad confidence body days, are there certain things besides posing in the mirror that you do to hype yourself up? Do you give yourself that same talk, that same session that you give to your followers or to your dad or to your friends? Yes. Yes. Um, I think I have had to like look at my body as this thing that gives me life. Um, and, um, especially like after the pandemic at, at some point I was like, there was some days I was like looking at myself and I wanted to wear something and I felt like, Oh, that doesn't look good. Or like this isn't fitting me like in the way I think like looks flattering or so on and so forth. But like reminding myself like, wow, this body that you're looking at is what gives you life. It is what is taking you through these experiences of life, these beautiful moments. It is, you know, the thing that has carried you through this freaking pandemonium, this Ponda replay. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's carried you through this. It has kept you alive. Um, and it's, yeah, I think that's how I've changed the way I talk about my body instead of like, really, which is something I do too, instead of like, you're sexy, you're beautiful, your body's this, this, like, I think it's reminding like, wow, this, this temple, this mm -hmm. being that is you is like, what is carrying you through this space, this beautiful moment. So, yeah. I love that. And you mentioned when you came to the U.S., obviously, no, no one looked like you and people were making comments about your body. Um, and like, you felt like, Okay, this means it's wrong. Growing up in Kenya, did you experience, have those body insecurities prior? Like, is the body ideal different? The, the pressure there different? It, it is very different. Um, like, honestly, if I went back home right now, my family would be like, there's no food in America. You're not eating. You're not eating. Like, honestly, like my uncle and auntie came to visit me when I was living in Chicago and they're like, should we do shopping? Should we go grocery shopping? There's no food. And in that point in my head, like in that point in my life, I thought I looked so different than what they were seeing. Like the ideal, the ideal body or like what society views as beautiful is so different from like the Western world. Mm -hmm. um, like, and a more fuller, curvier woman is like, what society really deems as, as beautiful. And, and that's, yeah, it's like so different. And so like, definitely there was points in my life, like, um, I had lost my baby fat, like when I was 11 and literally my whole family thought I, everything was going wrong. They were like, oh my God, what do we do? Literally my mom was like having little meetings with her friends and like, what well, we should, you know, traditional foods I should eat and all these things so that I can gain my weight back. Wow. Yeah. So different. So, so different. And it's funny though, because if you look back in history, mm -hmm. like the bigger you were, was the, the, better, the you better you were. It meant that you were wealthier. It meant yes. that you were more powerful, that you had access to resources mm -hmm. and this and that. So I don't know like where, at least in America, things shifted. <laughs> But there's three of us here right now and we, we can bring it back. We can we bring can it change, back. We We're bringing things. it back. We're bringing yeah. it back. We're bringing it back. Like, um, what was this? I think I was so like a TikTok of like this lady who was like, do you wonder why like all these, some of these um, paintings of Renaissance women yes. are all like curvy and eating fruit and like all these things like that's beauty. Mm -hmm. you like know? Botticelli's like, Venus. Like, exactly. Literally. And yeah, I think like changing that is I so badly want to like make it the norm. And like I continue to say that on my page, like this body that you see in front of me is my, you know, beauty standard. And this is what I'm living in. This is what I'm how I'm walking through this world. So 
Yeah. When you, I think it's so powerful when we're able to release the fact that to release trying to be skinny all the time. Yeah. It's like, like such a relief. And I feel like so many women here are just always chasing that. And it's like, I'm so thankful for people like you and like what we're doing that are like, let's, let's move away from this so we can just like be at peace in our bodies that let us live our lives and experience life and stop just trying to shrink ourselves Mm -hmm. to fit this ideal that could change in, you know, two seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 100%. Now that you're posting your life on social media, Mm -hmm. um, do you ever have bad social media days where you'll maybe like see a negative comment or deal with a troll? Have you had those experiences and how do you handle them? Yeah, I have. Um, and at first it, it never really used to bother me. I just used to like either delete it or block the person. Um, but I feel like now that my life is even more like in a more public space, I think People feel entitled, like they have something to say, like mm. all the time. <laughs> like, why are you wearing that? Or why are you eating that? Or don't do that or this or like people like especially I think it's been especially men who have really come at me in like a more negative like space, like to say something like bad about me, like or bad about my body or like you shouldn't be like uh, like uh, promoting obesity oh my or telling That's our favorite thing, one. I'm yeah. like <laughs> Put it on a poster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, and I think now I have time. I think it, it depends on like how you feel about it. I think now I have time to really like also troll people, which yeah. <laughs> sometimes people are like, don't so do that. Back. I clap back. Yeah, girl. Listen. I need to know what you said to someone who says you're promoting obesity. Obesity. <laughs> like I've been, I know sometimes I'm always like, thank you for your input, love <laughs> management, or like, thank you for your time. <laughs> I write it like <laughs> a representative will be back in touch with you. Like, surely I always That's write amazing. that. And it gets, it really gets them upset. They're yeah. like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Amazing. I need to, I'm like, yeah, that's what, I'm going to keep you there. Um, I think <laughs> that's like what I do right now. I think um, if you're going to come onto my tantalizing, positive, sexy parts of the internet and bring your negativity, I'm going to come at you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come at you. Like, cause there was a point where I had posted a video and there was this one man who was going through every comment where like a woman was saying like, this makes me so happy. Like, Oh, I just had a baby. And like, this makes me happy. Like you shouldn't be happy. You should be losing weight. Here's this and this. I was like, ah, okay. This is what you want to do. I got you. I got you. Of course I blocked him, but I wrote, I was like, listen, if you come on my side of the internet with that dry coochie energy and come and say that shit, I'm going to come at you. Listen, if this is something like, if this is reflecting on where you're at in your life, you deal with that baby. Don't bring it over here. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't bring it over here. Well, first of all, I love that you clap back and in a weird way, I think it's so messed up that men do that. But for me, what I struggle more is like seeing women do that to other women. I, I've, yeah. That really, that, that really I think that hurts me. a little bit more, at least for me, because I'm like, and you just clap back about something like that on TikTok, right? Yeah. So I did a video. Um, I don't know. Do you watch Love Island? Yes, I do. Oh my gosh. Love. My guilty <laughs> pleasure. So I did a video on like what I would wear to enter the villa on Love, Love Island. And I had razor burn because I had shaved to go to the pool that weekend, mm-hmm. whatever. And I honestly looked at it and was like, Oh, I am a bit self-conscious about it. Do I really want to post this? And I was like, yeah, I do. Because like, I really like this video. I had fun making it a level of mm-hmm. Island. 
And the first comment was like from a girl that was like, oh, not the coochie bumps. Like, come on, girl. And I just was like, the fact that like we're <sighs> shaming each other for something that is like, if you want to shave, shave. Like it's literally out of your control. Like it was just made me so annoyed that we think that like, oh, you come on, girl. Like you shouldn't be posting that. Like that's so sad that we think we have to post these like perfectly Perfect. airbrushed yeah. bodies. Like that's not, that's not. That's not what we are. I think for me, like, yeah, I have gotten quite a few um, messages like from women, but one, not necessarily about my body, but there's a lot of women who are like, you don't have to be loud to make a point. Like, be more quiet, be gentle. It's like, babes, like what? And like, I did this thing where like, if you think I'm too much and go find less. You know, <laughs> like if that's what you feel like, if that's how you feel about my page, then go somewhere else. Like this yeah, is not, you're not for everyone. I'm not for everyone, you know, but like, cause that, that, that message, like somebody else can see that and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, or like maybe feel like, oh, like they've gotten those messages or those things of like, you're too loud, you're too much, you're too this. And like seeing another woman like doing that or saying like, saying that, like that definitely hurts. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, it's because we've been told for so long to be small, to be quiet, yeah. to be palatable, to be, that's what it is to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's t- time it would disrupt that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we don't need to worry about being too much for people. You are clearly living your authentic truth and mm-hmm. like you move along. And what did you say back to the TikTok? So I, I, I just made a video just saying like, Hey, I, I, you know, I posted that because this is a real thing that is a normal thing we all deal with. Why are we hiding it? Yeah. Why are we trying? I don't want to perpetuate this only posting when I don't have razor burn. I don't want to perpetuate that. I have clear skin all the time because Mm -hmm. that's, that's not the reality. So I'm going to post it when I have razor burn to show you that it's completely normal and Mm -hmm. you should not let that stop you from wearing the swimsuit and going Mm -hmm. to the pool party because I think so many women would be like, I don't want to go because this is making me self-conscious. And it's like, we're missing out on life by letting that happen. And I don't want to be part of that. So that that was basically my response to it. Snaps to that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, absolutely. Um, I think that you, I mean, at least for us, you're like one of the most inspiring people that we follow. Um, But who are you looking up to? Whose pages are you loving that give you a dose of inspiration? Um, I'm really obsessed with Danny DMC. Do you follow Danny DMC? No. She is fabulous. She's also an LA creative, awesome woman, just living her life, showing what bodies look like um, in every season for every reason. I love her. Um, I'm obsessed with Javier. Also, they both have TikToks. Amazing content. Um, Who else am I loving right now? You know, when you have that moment when they ask you, what's your favorite color? And you're like, oh, you don't know. Yeah. Purple. you don't know. Um, I think those are two people that I'm definitely looking up to. Oh, Malia Malinger. Um, How do I not know these I'm people? I'm adding these people right now. She is fabulous. She just talks about like confidence and living in your truth and like just being amazing and like experiencing life. I love her. She's amazing. amazing. Oh, I see her on my TikTok, TikTok for you page. Yes, she's fabulous. She's amazing. Okay, you're going to like write all these down. <laughs> I've got a screenshot of <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, Perfect. Okay, one thing that I, one thing for Christina and I, fashion was a big part of mm-hmm. finding her confidence. It sounds like you too. So I kind of want to ask, what's like the outfit that you feel just like, 
Mm, unstoppable, most confident. Unstoppable. Um, I love clothing that um, feels like a second skin, like it's part of me. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm here for a good tight um, jumpsuit. Catch me. Ooh, like you, nice. I should have worn a jumpsuit today. What was I was I thinking about wearing a jumpsuit today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because I can move, I can do me. It's like, oh, there's, there's danger. I'm running. Oh, I need to drop it down like it's hot. I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's space and like room for movement. It feels like it's part of me. Like it's not an added part, like an extension. It's just me, one with me. Um, so I would say like a beautiful, like, not, not like super skin tight. It has to be like a jersey material, right? Yeah. Um, but like something that is like part of my, like one with me. That's like what I love. Like jumpsuits are my shit. Are my shit. Listen, I I would sleep in a jumpsuit, in a jumpsuit, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're it. in good company. We yes. also are huge fans <laughs> of jumpsuits. And I love how you said like something that you're comfortable and can move in. The yes. other day I went to a party and I did this poor, I like tried on two outfits. Was it the one yesterday? Yeah. Loved it. Hey, You looked so good. <laughs> but I was going to wear maybe that tight white dress. Yes. And every, like, I think like 75, 80% of people told me that's what I looked better in. Mm-hmm. But what did you feel comfortable I in? I said the I, set. Yeah. I, in my heart, I felt the set. And I'm like, that is what I feel comfortable in. I'm not going to feel like I have to suck my stomach in the yeah. entire night. I'm going to be yeah. able to like move, like breathe. Like, yeah. and I think enjoy being comfortable yourself. and being able to enjoy yourself in your clothes is so important. It really is because uh, there's so many times, like I remember like the last... New Year's Eve party I went to, I wore a corset because my friends are like, you look so good. Yeah. <laughs> you look fabulous. I said, wow, there's a lot of you who are saying that. Yeah. It must be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not breathe <laughs> the whole night. I was like gasping like, they're like, I'm not going to make it to the I know. year. And I'm like, nine. <laughs> I, was like, I, can't, I can't make it to next year. Leave me here, girl. <laughs> Like you just, you should wear what you feel comfortable in. Totally. Cause like comfort is sexy y'all. Comfort is. is so cute. I'm here for it. So yes. Yes. I could not agree more. That's like when people ask, Ray, what do I wear on a date? I'm like, you need, what I wear on a date not, might, might not be what you should wear on a date. Mm-hmm. Because if you're sitting there and you're like pulling up your dress because you're afraid that you're too much titties out or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, you just have to be confident. So that's why I love what you said about the second skin. It's yes. like part of you. It adds to you. It doesn't take away from your experience. Yes. Oh, that or a nice satin dress. Ooh. Satin dresses fall on the body in a mm. very nice way, which I love. I love so that. So those are my two go-to like sexy Love that. Do you, sweatpants. Do you too. have any go-to oh. brands or shops? Um, I'm loving, I'm shopping black owned right now. I love um, that. Can you share some brands with us? Yes. Kai Collective. Their stuff is so cool. It's beautiful. Okay. Get on it oh, immediately. Can we screenshot this screenshot right now? <laughs> I got it. Um, Kai Collective is my favorite one at the moment. Okay. Um, Lovey by Claude Kamini is also fabulous. Oh my gosh. We're going to need all of these because us and our listeners are all about to go shop. <laughs> and um, my one that is really beautiful right now, um, it's a Nigerian owned brand, is Ren Dolls Lagos. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this. Christina are like writing these down. Right, literally, literally we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's where it's at. Amazing. Um, okay. At the end of every episode, we do a ask people send in questions that they want our advice on. And we would love for you to input. All right. Um, Your thoughts on that one. That's what I was going to read. Amazing. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) So the guy I'm dating checked out my friend multiple times in front of me. What do I do? Wow. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should check in with this man um, and have a little conversation about that. If it, it clearly made you uncomfortable because you asked this question and I think just bringing it up, it doesn't have to be something super crazy or like even an argument. It can just be like, hey, the other night or the other day, I noticed that you did this and that made me a little bit uncomfortable. I just wanted to like check in with you and see what's going on there. Um yeah, I think that's important. I think communication is key here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can understand what's going on. Maybe this guy is checking out many other people and doing other things mm-hmm. on top of checking out other women. Um, but I think it's important to just check in with this human and be like, hey, sweet love human that I am seeing. Um, I noticed this the other day and I just want to get clarity on that. What's going on? I think that is a great way to approach it. And I think it's important to then... Taking his response. See, I would be curious to see what his response, response is. is. Yeah. Is defensive like it, and maybe does like, if he's like, you're making this a thing or being mm, like, I didn't realize I made you feel that okay. way. I apologize. Yes. Like, I think it will be interesting to hear what he says. I, I think yeah. his response will tell you whether you need to leave baby girl. Yeah. Or you're like, okay, cool. Now let's have more of a conversation about this. I think if his defense was like, no, I wasn't doing that. What do you mean? Like, I was just looking at people. Yeah, that's maybe not very amazing. But it's like, oh, I didn't even notice I was doing that. Or maybe like, oh, I'm sorry that that made you uncomfortable. Let's- And see if he does it again. See if he does it again, yeah. Mm Because I do think it's natural. I, I mean, it's like, natural. but I guess it's like, I don't, we don't know the context, the of, context of what the situation, it was. Yeah. The only thing I will say is don't start a fight over it. Don't just have don't. a nice conversation, simple yeah. conversation and don't come at it from an attacking way mm-hmm. because then there's, of course he's going to be defensive. Yeah. Um, and if he's saying like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. Or like, no, I wasn't doing that. I think that believe him. Mm-hmm. And if he does it again, then you have another conversation. Yes. But don't like try and make it bigger than it is. And I will say, to be honest with you, I think that in when I was insecure in my relationships in the past, mm-hmm. I would kind of start arguments about that or think my boyfriend was checking other people out when maybe they weren't, but maybe like I was insecure that my friend looked better than me. Or yeah. I, So maybe there is a moment there for some self-reflection as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like that you brought that up. And like, I think- Yeah, I think like also just like going into that space a little bit more clear headed and like, yeah, going in with like, this is like just an open space for conversation. Like Mm -hmm. no, like our end goal is to figure out what's going on here, how we both feel. But yeah. Yeah. Love that. Oh my gosh. Well, you are so amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out here with us. You have to pimp yourself at work and everyone follow you. Oh my God. Listen, so I'm a tantalizing human of the internet. <laughs> um, you can find me um, on the Instagrams at no ordinary noir. I'll be there waiting for you <laughs> with open arms. You can also check me out on TikTok. Oh my God. I'm starting this TikTok journey. I'm so nervous, but it's, it's beautiful. It's cute. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You're killing yes. it. Thank you. Thank also, you everyone much. stay tuned. I know you posted yesterday that you're going to be doing things that people may be scared. Scared of. Yes. I love so that. excited for this. I think that's going to be epic. Is that going to live on Instagram? It's going to live on Instagram. I think it's also going to live on TikTok too. Okay. Okay, so cool. you can find. Just follow me everywhere. Just follow me everywhere. Honestly, you can send me an email if you want to just like get, you know, text on email or whatever. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, follow me on the Instagram or TikTok. Would love to meet you beautiful humans on that platform. Yes. 
incredible thank you for your time this thank was you. amazing this was so much fun y'all are so amazing I'm obsessed <laughs> oh I'm so obsessed with you guys like well, love too bad Christina has to leave out of town because I want to hang out while you're still I know here. as in can we FaceTime you into the hangout I know we will I, I would cry if you did <laughs> honestly Her honestly promo is gonna be too it's gonna be too yes 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 um, no but thank you and we're trying to persuade you to move to LA yeah, so I everyone just... stay tuned hopefully there'll be more there'll be the more of us. Ah, I'm yes. so excited alright yeah. bye guys bye, bye thank you people Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.